0: will produce a live-action remake of the classic animated film Lady and the Tramp, and Jared Leto has already lost 40 pounds to play the spaghetti.
1: Explain that joke to me. Oh, because he's so thin. Well, Jared Leto has a bit of a reputation of being kind of like a dollar store version of Daniel Day-Lewis, where he just really commits to the method acting of the roles that he does, and he often takes roles that involve like these dramatic... Body changes, loses a ton of weight, mm. or gets really shredded. Kind of
2: was he? He was the guy who was uh, the AIDS patient in the Buyers Club, yes. Dallas Buyers Club, yes. or whatever that movie that was. Yeah, and I'm not sure the insulting comparison to Daniel Day Lewis was uh, necessary. I think he's a gifted thespian. Back to you. He, he was also in the Suicide Squad, which was horrible. He's got to make a living. You know, they offered him a lot of money.
3: Marshall, bring it this up in his news, and we'll get into it more. But Congress is uh, uh, passing a 1.3 trillion dollar spending bill with almost no discussion nationally i mean it's just not even a conversation nobody even knows this is happening right. uh, they aren't talking about it amongst themselves the media is not covering it it's just a nothing we just don't it's just not part of our world apparently so uh, more on that later
2: it's Let's tell astonishing you what's in it. yeah 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 and just a quick follow-up to the interview we had at 640 uh, young brandon gillespie's uh, rockland california high school student he's attempting to lead a walkout over abortion uh, in the style of the walkout over gun control or in the memory of the kids killed in school shootings, or saying that you know that's enough. we we don't want to get shot in school, which is unquestionably a a, a fine sentiment held by kids. and I completely get it. I'm not anti these kids and what they feel. And, a reasonable you know, I might have different uh, ideas on gun control, but... Pretty reasonable expectations. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. So I have a great deal of sympathy with them. But this is a beautiful case. The the, of the uh, administration at Rockland High School, like so many high, school, high schools around America, falling prey to the twin evils of America. Number one, not thinking enough. And number two, thinking too much. Oh, whoa, hey, yeah, now. That's, that's, that's a what tough me, one. That's what makes it tough. Um, it actually reminds me of um, Steve Brill's brilliant analysis of American health care, and uh, that we have too much government regulation where it need not be and too little where it really desperately needs to be. But anyway, uh, in this case, they're thinking way too much. The kids say, look, we don't want any more schools shootings. We want to walk out of school in a middle of school. And the answer is no, you can't. Otherwise, people would be walking out all over all sorts of stuff. But they thought way too much. They thought, well, I don't know. The kids are really fired up about this. It's a. Uh, civil activism, which is a good thing, we have uh, it would cause a lot of problems, the parents would get angry at us, blah, blah, blah. And so instead you delivered the message, the utopian unicorn riding message, that you can kind of pretend to have civil disobedience. It's not a walkout if the teachers in administration say, all right, everybody, let's walk out. It's a school function. And so you've decided to dress up a school function as civil disobedience, remove all the repercussions, and then tell anybody else who wants to do something similar, no, you don't get to because we don't like your cause as much, or it's not as popular and we only do popular causes. You're thinking way too much. You got to be in class. That's the rules. I appreciate your interest. But, 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 listen, I tell you what, we will make the school grounds available to you after school. We'll keep the janitors late or whatever. We'll find it in the budget. We'll march with you because we agree with you. But it's got to be after school. Don't think too much. Anyway,
1: sounds fair to me. uh,
2: I'm Joe Getty. Transition uh, music, Michael. Come on. Yeah, I like that transition music. Why do we have it if we're not going to use it? Right. Here's the hook. That's good stuff.
3: So, uh, social media post dates my um, uh, dating years. The personal computer post dates Joe's dating years. So, uh, we are really not true. We are not really the people to discuss
2: this sort of thing with firsthand experience. There were computers when I was in college. I just didn't bother to learn how to use them. It looked to be too much trouble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um
3: dating apps uh came across this uh sophia benoit benoit whatever pronounce her name pretty funny delete all your dating apps and be free a lot of people actually use these sean this is a real life thing yes i i I have experience with them myself yeah and i don't think i would if i were god forbid ever uh, single again but oh i'd have a look really sure
2: i'll try anything uh, Sean, you're a grinder guy, right? No, <laughs> incorrect. A lot of dating advice is, about them.
3: is crap, uh, but according to this woman, but if there's one thing I can tell you that is sound and true and good, it is this, you should delete the dating apps on your phone. Unless, I'll skip that. If you're looking to date anyone seriously enough to know that they have siblings, then listen up. Make all the little apps shake in fear and then delete them. That's kind of funny. I <laughs> like that,
1: yeah. Tinder, Bumble, I hadn't heard of all these. Bumble? What's Bumble's Cop- uh, particular niche? Uh, Bumble is the one where it's... a. Uh- it's very similar to Tinder, except for the the women have to be the first one to actually send the first message. I like the sound yes. of that. So it's right. a, yeah, yeah. I like that. Ladies, That's, you're
2: the gatekeepers. That, Anybody who pretends otherwise yeah. is a fool. That seems like a good idea.
1: Coffee meets bagel.
3: Happen grinder. The league. Delete them all. I hadn't heard of any of these. Most of these. Dating coffee apps, meets bagel. Dating apps are ruining your life. Your so dating least life. it's not
2: cucumber meets
3: bagel or something ridiculous <laughs> like cucumber that. Cucumber meets avocado. Here are some reasons to uh, break your dating app habit. First of all, you're wasting your leisure hours. A lot of people on Tinder will say they're there because they don't have time to meet people. But Tinder isn't meeting people. Tinder is 70%, and then it says in in parentheses, a made-up stat.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that.
3: (laughs) Tinder is 70% deciding if strangers are hot enough to risk getting murdered for.
2: (laughs) Checks out. That's some frank talk.
3: Maybe 1% of it is actually meeting people. Tinder is to meeting people as The Sims is to raising a family. (laughs) But because we think there's a chance we might get laid or loved, we're willing to pay any price even if our precious free time is being wasted. The time you spend on Tinder is time you could spend bettering yourself in case you ever actually do go out and meet a person. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Once you delete Tinder, you'll notice that you have tons of extra time to work while you keep th- dating women who are just like your high school girlfriend. Or you can finally sign up for that kickboxing class and get in shape. That's wow. Pretty, that's pretty good advice. Wow. wow, that's a little harsh. Remember, you're not having fun. No one I know enjoys being on dating apps. <laughs> It's like dental surgery. Some people hate it, some people tolerate it, and only effing nuts people enjoy it. (laughs) And this is, I thought this was the most interesting thing I read about this. Even my hottest friends, who by all logic should be cleaning up on these apps, find online dating excruciating. If it's not working for hot people, then you know it's not working for anyone.
2: Wow, that's an interesting perspective. If Just anyth- you know me, I'm all about effectiveness.
3: Yeah. If anything else that didn't pay you made you as miserable as Tinder does, you Tinder does you jump ship. Dating apps are about as enjoyable as punching yourself in the head every day, hoping you'll meet the next partner that way, and about as effective. Well, I need
2: input from people who who've used it. I mean this this gal is very clever. I like her writing, but I don't know how widely held that feeling is. It
1: seems to be very common. Just it it is a there's a begrudging, well, I guess this is how people meet these days yeah. sort of tone to a lot of it. Can wow, you, it's like, mm-hmm. it's the only way to get a driver's license, so I right. guess I'll go to the DMV. Um, and I...
3: But that doesn't make any sense to me. Why would that be the only way people meet these days? Why, I, why would any of the other I, things I, in I, the world
1: change? Meeting
3: people through work or friends or, or whatever? Go,
1: go, go. Well, for, you can't meet at work anymore, because that's a meeting with HR. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, just, there's this... They kind of illustrated in that article where there's the sense, well, I don't have time to meet people, so I guess I'll spend my time meeting people on Tinder. Right. And and
2: listen, this reminds me so much of your friend on Facebook or your online community that's not a community at all. It's it's not offering what it says it is. It's offering an illusion of it. It's offering a quick, easy, practically effortless,
1: semi-version of meeting another human being. Am I wrong? It, no. It is very much a... a dating socializing simulacrum right like it is something that it, it, it scratches the itch You're like oh i feel like i'm doing these things and in some ways when you get the the swipe matches you get this little oh she thinks i'm good looking you know the there's little yeah. tiny things that trigger in your lizard brain that make you want to keep going back to exactly
2: it. Uh, uh, more compulsive than anything else yeah, yeah. But, by the way the uh the use of simulacrum is the staff dusting out the thesaurus word of the day yeah. congratulations sean yes they said well, congratulations
1: follow your dreams
2: um <laughs> And I will say... No I, fanfare, Michael? All right. Never mind, then.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I was doing something behind the scenes. Here's your fanfare.
2: you appear to be
0: doing nothing behind the scenes. I can see you.
1: <laughs> we can see the scenes. We know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, you're in front of the scenes. Um, I I actually <laughs> haven't used either of these for several months. I've been dating okay. someone, and I don't think it's a coincidence that the so first person claimed- did you
3: mercen- meet this person through a dating app? No,
1: and no. I don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah, I don't it was think somebody so that I okay. just kind of encountered in the in the natural ebbs and flows of life.
2: Sure. And- Your input, please four one five two nine five KFTC. Text us four one five two nine five KFTC. I'll skip to the part that relates to what you were just saying then.
3: All you're doing on Tinder or any of the dating apps is just waiting out the time until you find a real person that you actually care about dating. You can waste as much headspace as you want on these apps. You can widen your search to 25 miles and up your age range to 72. It doesn't matter. Because the second that girl on your rec soccer team breaks up with her boyfriend and the two of you start hanging out, you're going to stop responding to the strangers you've been struggling to carry on conversations with on your dating apps. Nice. The person in real life, yeah, the receptionist you've been in love with forever, finally it gets a divorce that's who you're going after back to what your mom told you get out there yeah do stuff that that's what's always worked for me i i have not found dating to be i didn't find dating to be a problem at any point after like age 19 um and it was just doing stuff and that's just because always, you have dreamy blue eyes you egomaniac it always just kind of happened it just seemed
2: like a better way to me yeah. To just do a lot of stuff. You got to do stuff. And that's, uh, you know, listen, I'm not a Luddite. I use the technology. But I swear to God, the fake online life that people live, it's just it's not healthy. Get out of your house and do stuff. You know, if you take nothing from this show for the rest of the time you listen to it, which will probably be brief, who can listen to this crap? Uh, That's That's my advice to you, especially young people. Don't eat candy
1: for dinner, and that's what a lot of online stuff is. It's empty calories. You get the last word. I really get the feeling that eye contact is so much more important to the human experience than we even possibly understand. Oh, and it's so absolutely true. First of all, yeah, there's something going
3: on in our brains, anthropologically speaking, on would we make a successful baby together Right. that none of us understand. Science doesn't know. Nobody knows. On why you're into her and she's into you automatically the first time you meet. Um, that that no dating app could ever figure out.
2: Young man, you're in danger of being called insightful, Sean. We <laughs> should probably end this segment before we go too far. Back to the imaginary high school fist fight between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. If you're not following that story, that is our lead story today. (laughs) I swear to God, we should, every half hour, we should reset everything both of us. Marshall's got the latest in his news coming up. I mean, this is more astonishing than the moon landing to me. There's another
3: wrinkle in it, believe it or not. So, the current FBI director finally spoke out about... uh top-level FBI person McCabe getting fired over the weekend, and what he said is pretty damned interesting. Hmm, did say it?
2: Trump fired him to obstruct justice?
3: No, he said the exact opposite of that. Oh, stay, really? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation.
3: The Stormy Daniels story just won't go away. No matter how many photos of her bust line, Anderson Cooper slowly zooms in on Good one. every night. Good They've one. actually renamed his show Anderson Cooper 36 D. It's having an effect all across CNN. Wolf Blitzer now goes by his porn name, Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> Now <laughs> well, for once uh, colbert amusing it, yes and and good commentary right there as uh yes so much of this story is about showing pictures of stormy
2: daniels and now the new porn girl well she's a playboy girl but it's softcore. Uh, cnn is humiliating itself i don't know if you tune it in at all it, it has gone full on we'll do anything to get you to watch you
3: know i watch the cable news for some reason i don't even think about cnn it's amusing. I watch a couple of shows of Fox and MSNBC like every day, and I never even think of CNN. I should. I got to put them in the
2: mix. Oh, that reminds me. We got to get back to uh, the Trump-Putin call. What about the Putin call, Sean? Um, uh, and the fact that Obama did the same thing. And and we will get to that. Okay, we, I see although, them as
3: different, but yeah, we'll talk about that later.
2: You see them as different because you're a liberal.
3: Yeah. Uh, we got a whole. bunch bunch of texts on this uh, discussion about the dating apps i mean Mm. a lot yeah an extraordinary amount so we obviously touched a nerve let's get started for better or worse dating sites i have an over 50 friend who has encountered three scam artists on various dating sites so that's Uh, yes yes that's big what sort of scams
2: uh, you begin an online relationship, you really hit it off, it turns out to be a beautiful person, and they just happen to get stranded in an airport and desperately need $150 oh, to get home. so disappointing. Blah, 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 yeah, I've seen it happen. That it's, would be
3: so disappointing if you think, so you know, you got something going, and they say, by the way, bad luck, my car broke down. I just need five hundred bucks. Another
1: one that's very common is uh, you'll match with somebody, and then they say, "Hey, you know, just trying to be safe. If you could verify yourself with this whatever random third party ink link, like this is this is some sort of verification thing, so I know that you're not a scam artist." But right. those links and sites that you link to are often fraudulent and have. Viruses and, and they're good. Stuff. If you're into poetry, all of a sudden they're crazy
2: into poetry. If you're a Christian, they're devout, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and they glorian. Oh, that sucks. You're a
3: really awful person. You do that. Oh, yeah. Really, really bad yeah. person. It seems silly listening to you guys talk about Tinder. I met my wife on Tinder and probably met a dozen other really good women who are now still
2: friends. There you go. That's why I asked for input. Okay.
3: I'm cheering you on about deleting dating apps as my wife of five years hands me my breakfast, which reminded me we met on Match.com. There you go.
2: <laughs> I've heard a lot of good match.com stories. I'm a 53-year-old
3: divorcee, supposedly hot. No luck after three years on Match and plenty of fish, which a lot of people
1: use. Total waste of time. Mm. The, those are slightly different than the Tinder. Like those are dating websites. The the things that this article was talking about are these zip code-based people in my direct area. Or do we th- find each other hot dating apps? There seems right. to be a, 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 a dividing line between those. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Ba-
3: based on, it on looks, seems like uh, it's not going to work out very often. And But then the whole, uh, this seems like a good idea. The, um, you know, what are my interests, all this sort of stuff. But, God, I know so many people, long-term married cup- couples that don't like the same music, you know, struggle to find similar interests, that sort of stuff. But, but the one thing they do have in common is being in love with each other. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Um, Met my hubby on Plenty of Fish three-plus years ago. I went out there because several decent people told me they had met their spouses there. And uh, it worked for me. Plenty of Fish. Interesting. I've been on 100
1: Tinder dates, and they are all hilarious. That is true. (laughs) Whether or not they are, quote-unquote, successful, good Lord, there's some funny people out there. (laughs) Funny, you mean peculiar? Both. Well, you only gave one option there, so... (laughs) That didn't make sense. But yes, both funny and the fact, hey, sometimes they're just funny people. And yeah. then like, wow, you're a person. How about that? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I, met my, Matt,
3: I met my husband on Match.com. We've been married for five years and have three older twins. Yeah, that's different, though, as Sean points out.
2: But um, good for you. I'm happy for you.
3: If you want to destroy yourself to teams, self-esteem, sign up for dating apps. Oof. <laughs> oh, I do. Because I have so much, I know lots of people who married from online dating. You guys sound out of touch. I, I uh, couldn't. Cl- I, cl- I think I s- set it up that way. I couldn't claim to be more out of touch as I've never used yeah, a dating app. You,
1: you seem a little quick to criticize, you stupid idiot. Relationships are hard. People are complicated. It is very w- well believable that this works for some people. There is some percentage oh, no. of the population. One that...
2: thing is true,
1: and only one uh, thing. Uh, yeah, these... signed Oliver. Angry emailers. These texts could all be from
3: just married people. I got married, and it's been great for me. I got married three times. It's stupid. I mean, couldn't it right. be the what? same so thing? What do you think right. of marriage? <laughs> Text us. <laughs>
1: Wouldn't it be similar? Yeah. Marriage waste of time. Yeah, it reminded me of this thing I saw about uh, depression, right? Like, sometimes, hey, did diet, diet and exercise work for you? Awesome. Keep doing that. Did you require antidepressants? Well, awesome. Now you figured out. Keep doing that. Like, there's there's a lot of different things to work for different people
2: yeah yeah a lot of people are are insecure about that though they want their reality to be everybody's reality otherwise they feel uh, a lack of confidence about their reality i don't i don't get it but
0: what's coming up in your news marshall The well, trump biden fight now a national distraction infiltrating the federal budget process i cannot
2: decide whether this is hilarious or horrifying or both it is probably
0: Best places to work in the U.S. And Stormy does 60 Minutes. It is
1: on. Oh, oh my God. it's coming up 635 or 735. Phrasing. Did you mean to say it like that? <laughs> Check yourself. Sign the Roman Empire.
3: <laughs> it's beneath 60 Minutes to cover this story, unless there's a wrinkle I'm unfamiliar it's with. It's beneath Wolf Blitzer. So, well, we got all that coming up, including the latest between the fight of Biden and Trump on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Oh, my God, there's a lot to talk about. I know, I know. We need to get into the news, but first, this note from Nick, very quickly. Jack Joe, a while back while well, I was in Monterey, beautiful Monterey, California. I was at a rental counter trying to get a vehicle. Attendant was listening to your show. Having been a listener for over 10 years, I, I recognized your voice and mentioned it to the attendant. that I, too, was a big fan. He gave me a free upgrade to my vehicle. Make sure I got the best vehicle they had. It was an awesome encounter. Big shout out to that guy for being cool. Thanks for all the entertainment, et cetera, et cetera. Here's my point in reading it. Ask for those sorts of perks whenever you're doing anything. We need to get this going where fags, if you recognize each other in the wild, give each other discounts and upgrades and stuff like that. Yeah, hook each other up. That'd be fun. (laughs) That's pretty funny. One of you drops, say, uh, I don't know, one of our many catchphrases, and you recognize it, say, hey, wait a minute, and do a little business. Be good to each other. Hit him with a yo, yo, yo. Yo,
0: that's not one of our catchphrases.
3: <laughs> no. Great catchphrase. Sure. It's really sweeping the nation. News now with Marshall Phillips. Well,
0: Republican senator has had enough of the tough guy posturing between President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. In a tweet this morning, Nebraska Senator Ben Sass referred to the $1.3 trillion budget bill congressional leaders have worked out and that Trump appears ready to sign. Sass tweeting, Total dysfunction. G.C. is about to add $1.3 trillion to your debt like it's no big deal. And meanwhile, both of our crazy uncles are fist fighting in the backyard. Happy Thanksgiving, America. This is a moment in American history, I think, today.
2: $1.3 trillion budget, seen by virtually no one, read by no one, piling on enormous amounts of debt for the next few generations, is passed while the president and the former vice president engage in perhaps the most ridiculous old man, tough guy Twitter war in his or argument of any sort in history. Two drunk 70-year-olds at a bar jawing at each other are way more justifiable than, than Trump and Biden. It's just S- ridiculous.
3: So This is a moment that will be remembered. Yeah. I've got some details from the budget thing, which is right. not fun. It's angry. We've also got the details of the hypothetical boxing match between right. Trump and Biden. What do you want first? What's the best show business there? I think you start with the budget. Okay. So, yeah, they're patching this, passing this $1.3 trillion thing with, like, no discussion. I mean, the media right. hasn't been covering it. Well, it happened so fast, for one thing, and it's 2,000 some pages, and there's no way the media could possibly dig into it and report it, and then you have any conversations about it. But anyway, just thrown in there so you have some idea. Republicans are getting their $80 billion increase spending for, um, Uh, The Pentagon Democrats are getting their sixty three billion increase spending for domestic stuff. Right. So both sides get a ton of more money for their things. Nobody's even discussing the idea of cutting anything. Right. The IRS, the administration had really gone in trying to slash the IRS's budget. They're getting an increase of eleven point four billion dollars. Among a whole bunch of other people. I mean, there's just a a
2: laundry list of almost everybody is getting more money. to, And they were doing... To hand out to people to ensure the continuation of their power. Make no mistake, that's what it's about.
3: They were running their departments almost entirely with more money than they probably need to start with. Right. But they're getting increases for some reason. I don't get why that is. And
2: never any incentive to become more efficient.
3: All of us listening right now are going to live next year on the same amount of money we made this year for the most part. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but the government always needs way more, and uh, included in there just a, a funny one, the Save America's Pastime Act is in this uh, gazillion dollar thing to make sure minor league baseball players get raises this year. Finally, so that our uh, national pastime of baseball doesn't go away. That's how well, what the far do the reaching taxpayers
0: have to do with that. That's yeah. how
3: far reaching the, uh, yeah. the the whole thing is, and it's getting almost zero discussion from Republicans or Democrats.
0: Meanwhile, let me run down the upcoming battle of the century. 75-year-old Joe Biden in this corner saying earlier this week. When a guy who ended up becoming our national leader said, I can grab a woman anywhere and she likes it, they asked me, would I like to debate this gentleman? And I said, no. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bloody him. Oh, shut up. And in this corner, wearing the orange trunk, 71 year old Trump tweeting this morning crazy Joe Biden is trying to act like a tough guy. Actually, he's weak, both mentally and physically, and yet he threatens me for the second time with physical assault. He doesn't know me, but he'd go down fast and hard, crying all the way. Oh, boy. Don't threaten people, Joe.
2: If Trump was still a hotelier, this would be astonishing. <laughs> oh yeah!
3: If he was just if he was just the guy on The Apprentice, this right. would be
2: amazing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Tail wow. of the tape. Trump six foot three inches, weighing in at two hundred and thirty six pounds. Joe Biden six feet flat. Uh huh. Or what's the uh, what's the weight here? Uh, One hundred eighty pounds.
2: He's a fit dude. Yeah, he is. he is fit, and and he was a tough guy. He was a brawler on the streets of Scranton. You know, uh, a buddy of mine tells this great story about. You know, uh, one group of guys, another group of guys much younger, words exchanged, tough looks, etc. It about came to blows, and the one guy said to the, uh, the young guy who was about to go, he said, Listen, I've been hit plenty of times. I know what it's like. How about you? Let's go. And the young guy said essentially, Well, listen, uh, we've had our differences. Let's all move on.
0: Tell you what, if you're a scrapper, you're going to win. And I'm not. And on this channel, Stormy Daniels is going to be on 60 Minutes this Sunday. The interview she did with Anderson Cooper earlier this month for an actress who claimed she had an affair with Donald Trump is good to go. And what? She's one of dozens of women Trump
2: has rolled around with. What, the whole uh, $130 bribe to shut up deal? What's the meat of this story? I mean, what's... Uh, what's you got to try harder with the double entendres. Let's, uh, let's try to avoid them. Okay. <laughs> I,
3: I don't... <laughs> Is, is there a piece of the story that I'm, I'm missing? I mean, is the story just going to be he had consensual sex with this woman and uh, then he paid her to not tell anybody? Because
0: well, that's not much of a story. Well, her attorney slash promoter is promising more details on the affair will come out on the 60 Minutes interview. Who okay. cares? <laughs> well, if
3: there's something... I mean, if they did physically threaten her or something, that would be a story. I mean, he claims that. Do right. you have any proof of that? I no. I find it hard to believe since you ent- it, ent- it entered the conversation so late in the game. Right. Seems like something you'd have brought out much earlier. Like maybe even at the time against the guy who's a billionaire, because you'd be able to get a lot right. of money out of him.
2: All I can say about that dude, that lawyer promoter dude, is right. I want to hire him. Yeah, he's good. He's really good.
0: And mad about town Anderson Cooper scores yet again Playboy model Karen McDougal, who claims she had an affair with Trump is going to be on with Anderson on CNN at 5 pm today West Coast time well, you know that what the, is exciting you know one of the
3: <laughs> one of the only differences between Trump and Bill Clinton on this is Trump's uh, affairs with were with hotter women so they are more newsworthy. Uh, Clinton had uh, affairs with a lot of like yeah. you know uh, just kind of regular moms, and they're, it's not as exciting to put their 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 tank topped boobs on TV every
1: single <laughs> night. I mean, other than that, what's the difference?
3: All uh, the women that came out said they had affairs with Bill I, Clinton. I, I,
1: I think there's an ingredient that you're overlooking, where at least in the the kind of social comments or the the understanding is that. The Republican Party is the one that wraps himself in the the moralities of religion. Yeah, but not Trump. But he's the he's the king of the Republican Party right now. Yeah. That's the thing. They are yeah. you guys dismiss that. They don't want to. They want to tie those things together. It's not working.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure that's going to work
1: for you, you know, guys. The other but thing, a lot of people
2: love it. Yeah, yeah, they love it, but it doesn't matter. Well, people who hate Trump love it because it's damaging yeah. Trump. The re- the difference with Clinton is back then it mattered politically. If the Democrat nominee banged 380 girls, well, as long as they were grown women, and, and people liked them better than the Republican, I don't think it would change half a percent of votes next time around. It's just
0: changing mores in the United States. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. by Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation. I mean, it's not like I don't understand your point, Sean.
2: Right. I just I just don't think any of it matters anymore. Smoking pot, getting with somebody who's not your spouse, I just don't think anybody cares much.
3: Hmm. Well, yeah, for better
2: or worse, for better or worse, we'll see. Well, declining morality, how's that gone for most societies? Well, I'm not sure we should
3: pay that much attention to uh, presidents and affairs they're having. I'm I'm not sure that should be an issue. It wasn't for most of our history then it was briefly. Fair point? I don't know. I was
2: hearing about the lovers of Teddy Roosevelt the other day. He had plenty of them.
3: Really? Did not not know that. Uh, You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The conscience of the nation.
3: I just
0: couldn't
3: carry on. Um, trying to read up on this uh, spending bill. Mm. There's not a lot of information out there. No, it's 2,200 pages long. Um, it's 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 uh, more money than you can you can wrap your head
2: around. Nobody outside the big four have really even glimpsed it. Right? Right. I mean, I heard some powerful senators saying, "I'd like to know what the hell's in this and why nobody asked me." Yeah, <laughs> which is a hell of a way to run a government. Also, we need to talk about the whole Trump congratulating Putin. Obama did the same thing. Uh, the Armstrong and Getty take on it may shock you. I think a lot of you have all the evidence and are reaching the wrong conclusion, but um, we'll talk about that. So I mentioned the self-humiliation of CNN and how much I'm enjoying it. Positive Sean has done a lovely job in assembling for you uh, the following. This is the people who covered the Iraq war live in '03, descending now to tawdry tabloid reports uh, uh, about porn girls. There's lots of breaking news right now, including a tweet uh, that just came in from Stormy Daniels, uh, the uh, former porn star. Let's bring in our experts and discuss. And Gloria, let me read to you this tweet from Stormy Daniels. She's not going away by any means. We'll put it up on the screen right now.
0: So I think the president has met his match in uh, Stormy Daniels. They're pretty similar. They know how to use the media. They're not afraid uh, to do it. She's got a she's got a new lawyer who's all about. The publicity, getting on television, they're promoting this interview that she's doing on 60 Minutes. Do you I have think the ability to this pause is this? this used- d-
3: d- here, here's, maybe this is what I'm having trouble uh, figuring out. So, is there more to the story then... He had sex with the porn star, because that is known, and it was exciting, and we talked about it a lot, and oh my God, look at her, and this is how it happened, and I read the
2: read her description of how it happened, but since then, is there anything that has happened? I would like to tip CNN $100 for using the phrase panel of experts. When they to say to the Stormy this.
3: Daniels story is not going away, um, no, I, 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 I don't mean, understand what that means.
2: I've heard NPR and MSNBC desperately try to claim that it's uh, the illegal
1: campaign finance thing. But nobody buys that. Um... Okay, yeah, if that becomes a thing, fun. that'd be a Trump thing. Trump continues to deny it, his, him right. having his lawyers try to get the story to not air on 60 Minutes. These things elongate it in Absolutely. the Absolutely, and elongate much. the fun, oh, that, much
2: as Stormy Daniels elongated men's members. What? Uh, uh. And her lawyer
3: getting getting the story on 60 Minutes, he should get some sort of trophy or prize <laughs> or check or something. I mean, that's one of the great all-time... I took a story that's like a tabloid story, and I got it on 60 Minutes. I mean, that's a win.
2: Well, he'll get plenty of checks because he's good at his job. No doubt.
0: Not 60 minutes. I think that this is one of the few stories in the Trump era that has actually stuck uh, for several weeks now. And in part because I think Stormy Daniels and her lawyer have been very savvy in the way that they've kept this alive by offering these little breadcrumbs.
1: It's a a political nightmare right now for the president,
0: potentially, isn't it?
3: It it absolutely is. And, and, And we should just stop for a second and think about what we're talking about. We're talking about hush money paid to a pornographic actress. We're talking about uh, intimidation to try to prevent a pornographic actress from actually going out and talking about her relationship with the president. We're talking about other women right now who are saying that uh, uh, actions were taken to prevent them from telling their story about their relationship with the president. If this was any other president, they would be gone. They would be thrown out of the White House right now. That's so, probably
2: true. Uh, yeah, I think that's more. Well, it's a couple of things there. But first of all, yeah, hush money. They said, listen, uh, we'll write you an enormous check if you
1: don't talk about this. And the girls all said, hell yeah. Well, what about the, the one who sold it to the National Enquirer without understanding that they were just going to bury the story? So they, were, they made a deal with these people to get my story out there. Turns out they were... Uh, You know what? I appreciate your rhetorical
2: skill in making it sound like it's some sort of noble thing to sell a story to the National Enquirer to, quote-unquote, get it out there. They got their money. The National Enquirer owns the story. They can do whatever they want with it.
3: It is definitely true that if this had been George Bush or Barack Obama or anybody, it would have been... Changing in, in, changing morals. But yeah. And everybody knew what
2: Trump was. I assumed Trump was this kind of guy. Oh yeah, I, I guaranteed it. I've talked about it as he ran. Go ahead.
3: And I understand that there's a fire hose out of Washington right now with Russia news, uh with President Trump tweeting, with the Stormy Daniel stuff, with the fact that government could shut down in a couple of days. What are they thinking? Well, let's ask
0: Phil Mudd what he's right. thinking. Stop. Go ahead, Phil. what Phil. What are you thinking? Speak for America. Well, First of all, I'm, I'm glad you referred to Stormy Down as a porn actress and not a porn star. I want to know what award she's won to determine whether she's a porn she's star. She's in the Hall of Fame. But seriously, yeah. this, story, this story in the is, porn is transitioning. Hall of fame. Yeah, and I shut think up. we need to focus on that transition. <laughs> a few weeks ago, a month ago, I would have said, look, this is the problem for Melania.
1: Oh, that was all I had. Okay, find. That's fine.
3: That's fine. So, so I would like to have heard his finished thoughts because he, he thinks what I think. It's a problem for Melania. How is it a problem for anybody else? But I, I don't know. I don't know how that happens. Yeah. I guess uh, maybe 60 minutes will have an angle on it that, I, uh, that I'm that i not seeing.
2: You know, Positive Sean was attempting to make the point that a lot of hi- uh, Republicans are hypocrites about, uh, you know, sexual matters, that sort of thing, which is unquestionably true.
3: Oh, yeah. And, if and you were killing Bill Clinton over this
2: yeah. uh, and you're letting Trump get a pass, that's... Although mostly the Clinton thing was lying under oath, but... He also lied about as many affairs no, during the no, campaign. There, and... there, yeah, there was there was an awful
3: lot of we don't want this kind of guy in the White House. Yeah, but who...
2: but sexing up interns in the Oval Office, though, man, that's a. I mean that Trump's not doing that, so it was more than just pre or uh, extramarital. Well, that, sex. from that standpoint, the hypocrisy works both ways. Well, right, because if that you're a supporter of Bill, if you supported Bill Clinton through that whole thing when he's having sex with people in the White House. In the Oval Office. Well, right. But my my point was that Democrats in general, liberals in general, are constantly pushing sexual libertinism, sexual freedom, they'd call it, from... You know, from uh, the gay stuff to, you know, the sexual libertinism of San Francisco. Absolutely everything goes, including in the streets. It's it's Sodom and Gomorrah Um, to, you know, abortion, blah, 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 blah. That's that's the Democrats thing is sexual libertinism. Now, Trump gets with a porn star and all of a sudden they're acting aghast. They're all full of crap.
3: And I didn't mind Clinton lying and claiming he didn't have sex with I think people should lie when they're asked if they had sex with somebody. It's nobody's business. Right. I don't think that counts as a lie. None of your business. But, well, yeah. whatever.
2: Well, and, and that's, interestingly, the lawsuit, uh, the defamation lawsuit has been allowed to go forward. When Trump said, no, I didn't, they're all lying. The girls are saying, okay, he called me a liar, that's defamation. I'm going forward with... Su- That's kind of an interesting thing, too.
3: (laughs) Which I think is what we decided since we didn't boot Clinton out of office. He lied, but about sex. So, so what? Isn't that what we decided? Isn't that what they decided? Essentially, yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.